Hey guys, welcome to episode 35 of the JV Club. I am delighted that my guest is none other than Amy Acker. She is a fantastic actress, a quality human being, and um, as a sci-fi nerd, uh, I couldn't be more of a fan of her work, and I'm sure a lot of you feel the same way. So very, very excited about that. Uh, I don't know how this intro quality is going to be because I'm recording it on my voice memos on my iPhone here at HuffPost Live. I am here with my fellow co-hosts, Alona Minkowski, Jacob Sobroff, and Nancy Red. I want to give them a shout out because, you know, due to Sandy, um, our HuffPost Live New York offices have been closed. So we've been sort of bearing down and, and doing live broadcasting all during the day, uh, Pacific time. So it's been uh, kind of a huge undertaking, certainly not any uh, larger and, in fact, much more insignificant than the things that people are going through in the eastern region of the United States. And we've been spending all of our time thinking about uh, all of you guys who are out there and uh, all of you who have friends and family out there, uh, just devastating and hoping that everyone is safe and sound and that uh, the damage that any of you have been touched by isn't too severe. Um, so that's very much at the forefront, uh, forefront of my mind. Uh, when this comes out tomorrow, uh, it will have been Halloween. Today is Halloween. I hope everyone had a pleasant Halloween holiday, whatever that entailed. And I want to just throw some shout-outs uh, to you guys and then move right into the episode. I want to thank uh, via email Veronica M., Chris P., Travis J., and Mia via uh, the Stephanie Escajeda Nerdist page, Todd, Ben, Scott, Paul, PJ, and Alec. Thanks, guys. I'm so glad uh, you guys enjoyed the episode. Episode. Uh, via Facebook, Jamie M, Mike H, Caroline J, Gary D, and Ben V, and all of, all of you guys who are you know weighing in and liking the photos and and leaving great comments and stuff. If I missed you, just know that I check in on that site regularly, and I, I love that you guys are participating there. And please continue to do so. And then via Twitter, um, for the problem is is that I can't get some of the older tweets that you guys have sent me to load. But uh, I definitely wanted to thank Page S, uh, James Paul J, and M H for your lovely recent tweets. Um, okay, that's it, guys. Enjoy the episode, and uh, I look forward to hearing from you. Okay, bye. Now entering Nerdist.com. We are uh, looking at a crisp October morning um, outside. I don't know why I'm saying this like I do a morning radio show. (laughs) (laughs) Employees, get up and get going because it's one of those days. Get your coffee brewing. That is not (laughs) what this podcast is at all. But if anybody is driving to work while they're listening to this, I can tell you that we've got a lot of great hits coming up. Uh, no, it is a it is a lovely fall day. I'm very excited that it's fall, and I'm very excited that my guest today, Amy Acker, is going to be heading to a pumpkin festival. Yes, as soon as We're this going is over. To the- to the Calabasas Pumpkin Festival, which apparently I just learned that Calabasas means pumpkin. It does. Apparently, that's I'm what I was so told. I'm so ashamed that I don't know that already. 
I should probably know that I, stuff. I don't know. I didn't know until last night. So. Calabasas means pumpkin festival. So it's famous for its pumpkin I, I don't, patches. I don't know if they grow the pumpkins there or, or what. But yeah, something with pumpkins. And so what? And so you've been there before with your kids, and you said that there was like a huge slide. Yeah, there that, there's a giant. I, all I were, they were too little when we went the first time, and we haven't. It was before we lived in New York, and then we came back, and um, I just remember there was like this. I think it was like the biggest, longest slide ever. So it was 200 feet or something. What if it took like <laughs> 10 minutes to slide? It's the longest slide Long. ever. You will be tired of being on the slide by the time like the slide like is finished. Slides at like ski slopes and stuff that I've seen. So yeah, I, I find it hard to believe that it's the longest slide ever. I would there agree. may have been false advertising there. Ugh. We'll see. What we'll if see. It's, maybe it's if you maybe there's fine print that says the longest slide in Calabasas. <laughs> That's probably pumpkin festival probably there might even be a longer slide in calabasas somewhere (laughs) but it's not at the pumpkin festival (laughs) um and how old are your kids they're six and seven Mm -hmm. that's a sip of iced uh coffee Mm -hmm. um decaf dunkin donuts (laughs) if i have to get super specific because it's a delicious coffee um well, that's going to be really fun. Now, are you going to leave with pumpkins in hand? Like, are you going to co- turn it into a pumpkin carving situation? Oh, we've we are kind of we did pumpkin carving last weekend, and they all. I don't know. My husband's out of town, so I was trying to like be motivated and do it all on my own. And we made pretty good pumpkins, I thought. And then two days later, they were filled with mold and collapsed. Oh, so I don't know what I did wrong. So I don't think you did anything wrong. That must be a pumpkin. You must have gotten shoddy like pumpkins. pumpkins or something. Yeah, it was pretty depressing. What a bummer. <laughs> I know. You're going to try but to lift their is, spirits with this pumpkin festival. I think they festival. said at this, there's like, I don't know if there if there is such a thing as a professional pumpkin carver or not, oh. but there's some sort of thing where people are... It mentions someone's name, like that. If you know about pumpkin carving, oh, maybe you know oh this guy. So. The Archibald so. Boddington is going to yes. be there carving yes. his famous pumpkins. So we'll get to see that. Wow! I, this is what I'm. The second you said that, for some reason, I envisioned like a caricaturist <laughs> who who carves caricatures of people. Like like it's the boardwalk meets a pumpkin festival and they're <laughs> carving an adorable caricature of your children into a pumpkin. I hope that happens. I actually, I was at um, my friend Nathan Fillion's house last night and he was having a game night. And when he walked in the door, some fan had made, it's like they look like pumpkins, but they're not real. I mean, they're art, you know. But yeah. It's, it had... Like the most perfect Nathan Fillion portrait on it. Oh my! But it was like a—it was, was not a real pumpkin. No, you could keep it forever. Oh it was wow! But and I you put like, a light inside it, and like it, it, so you use it as in, a. I think it's like a, you know so specific. <laughs> it was, I love it the was idea. Of amazing. Though. Yeah. I, was like, I wonder if it was laser cut somehow. I like know. I don't yeah, know how it that kind of was like the etched. Yeah. Know? It was pretty, and it looked like pretty Nathan. amazing. I was like, "Why do you have a pumpkin over here?" How would you? Yeah, I mean, would you want to see yourself rendered in pumpkin form? I guess I would. I mean, it might be interesting. Loved, maybe. Has anyone know. ever done like a caricature of you or like drawn a picture of you? I've had like at a convention I'm or sure. something, people draw 
Are you ever, do you, this, this is where I'm going with this. Do you ever look at it and really feel like they've captured you? <laughs> like, have you ever looked at a picture of yourself and been like, oh my God, I don't know how you did that. That is me in my, that is my essence. I think mo- actually almost every picture I've had given to me like that has been in the character that I played on Angel of Illyria. Yeah. That was like a blue demon goddess. So. Uh-huh, I never okay. really feel like it's me exactly, but I'm gotcha. like, wow, that really looks like <laughs> That looks like Lyria. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, I, I feel like I've had a couple, someone gave me something at a core, like a Cora, uh, thing recently that was, um, <clears throat> this is very sweet. And if she's listening to this right now, I just want to say that I thought it was so adorable, yeah. but it was like a, a, a portrait that she had done of me, not of Cora, which I already was not expecting. Cause I, I'm used to the cartoon character yeah, that I yeah. do seeing like having those images to sign. But this girl had, I guess, drawn a picture just of me from like That's a headshot so online or something. And she was, but she was, she had sold them. So there were multiple copies oh, of that wow. portrait that I had to sign. But I don't know that I really thought that it looked like me. She was like much prettier and she sort of looked like Heather Graham, to well, be honest with you. That's okay. Like at it's least, possible that maybe it, it was a portrait of Heather around that you were like, that's so ugly. Is that <laughs> what I look like? Yeah, that, there wasn't that. I'm, no. pr- I'm glad to say. Do you do a lot of convention stuff for, for I, Angel? I don't really. No, yeah. I haven't done much. I, I was just at Comic-Con last weekend, but not just for... The pers- one in New York? Yeah, yeah, for a person of interest. We did a panel. And nice. there was a brief, you know, signing. I was like, that's too short. There's too many people. But that feels fun. bad, yeah. right? If there's just people who don't ever get, who wait in the line and then I don't. Know. It was it was fun, though. It was neat just to, I, I actually hadn't, for all of the sci-fi shows I've been on, I'd never been to like a real, like I've been to like little angel conventions and little things that were, yeah. but I'd never been to the, the actual Comic-Con. So it was they crazy. are, that was hard. I, the San Diego one was so intense that I was supposed to stay there the night after the Cora panel. And I just got super stressed out and went, got back on the train. <laughs> I was such a like loser. Everyone was like, we're going to go. Da, da, da. I was like crowds, crowds, so many crowds. And I just totally wussed out and got back on the train okay. to Los Angeles. <laughs> ay, ay, ay. Where are you from originally? I'm from Dallas. Okay. Texas. Yeah. Gosh, we've a lot of Texans on the. There are a lot of Texans that end up in Los it seems Angeles. Like there I think. is. It's it's a nice core group of people. Yeah, it's that's where a, I just it's been was. A sad week because of big techs. I don't know if you know who he is. I don't, and I feel terrible for not knowing. Yeah. I'm going to need to find well, out who the big Texas is. Texas State Fair, which is probably the most awesome state fair of any state fair how long are their slides <laughs> i don't even know if they have slides but well, they have everything well awesome <laughs> um but there's this guy who's this mechanical cowboy named big tex and he greets you and he's been there you know since i was yeah you know, and my sister and I, like, we fly home for the state fair. And I was like, when I had oh, kids, really I was like, do. Yeah. we have to go. They Is need it to so see huge? It. It's I guess. so huge. And they have, like, the best. They call, I mean, I always call them corny dogs. But everyone, my husband's like, they're corn dogs. But I think because at the state fair, I think they're called corny dogs. So I thought that was what they were called. But they have, like, every year they have a new fried food, like oh, fried Twinkies. And yeah. this year, I think it was fried bubble gum. I don't know how that worked out for them. But, I'm, I'm pondering that in my anyway, head. anyway, the other day, Big Tex caught on fire and he <gasps> burned. It's very traumatic. Oh, no. I know. Anyway. Well, we 
Wait, so but if was he me, is he metal? He was mechanical, I guess. But is they he like mechanical working. metal or is he, he was like mechanical and then he was covered in cloth and oh. had like some cowboy outfit on. Ooh, that was probably super upsetting and disturbing <laughs> very, for kids to apparently see. Apparently on Facebook there's a uh, as he tech melts down. To, oh no. Big tags. Are they going to refurbish him somehow? Yeah, they say they're building him bigger and better, but that that sounds kind of depressing. They had to take him directly to the hospital's burn unit. That's dreadful. He's like 30 feet. The pictures are actually really disturbing. We'll find some. You know what? We There's a Pinterest account. Uh, sorry, guys, that I always have to explain this to guests because you listeners already know this, but we have a, um, a Pinterest account that one of our fans and friends, Jules, runs. And so she will now have put, like by the time we put this up, there will definitely be pictures of uh, yeah. of Big Texas burning, burning Inferno. <laughs> um, but uh, but that's where I just was, with where the girl uh, oh, drew that nice. portrait of me was oh, at the whoa. University of Dallas. So oh, it's, everything comes full circle. Um, and that's actually what, what I liked about Dallas was that it was like, that even when the kids who came and picked me up, which three of them came to pick me up from the airport to oh, take wow. me to this convention at the, at the college, <laughs> which was adorable. Um, the, one of the first things that they told me was like, one thing you should know about Dallas is that it's full of really nerdy, smart people. <laughs> you wouldn't necessarily expect it. Like you might think that would just be Austin, but Dallas is full of like smart nerds who oh. love art and there's a great museum here and da da da. It's true. I really felt like just driving around Dallas, like, on the way to the college, I felt like I saw all of these like cool, nerdy, like Doctor Who bumper stickers and stuff. Like, I don't know who all these people are living in Dallas who are into that kind of stuff, but I love yeah. it. Yeah, no, it's great. I, I like Dallas. My my husband's from New York, and he's always like, we should move back to Dallas. Oh. Okay. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't know what we would do. <laughs> Maybe just for this fair? Yeah. Maybe just have a, a little <laughs> pied a terre so that you can yeah, go to the county fair. I don't think it's going to happen. Um, and you have, uh, how many siblings do you have? Your three I siblings? am the oldest of four, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And did your parents, were your parents together? They, and are they? Yeah, they still are. They still That's live nice. in Dallas. So it's great. My, my sister lives here. We actually share a backyard fence. So we live in the hills. So I live up a street and she lives down it actually takes like 10 minutes to walk there but we do you have a gate between your two backyards you know we've we built our gate down and they haven't built their gate up (laughs) (laughs) they want to stay 10 minutes away (laughs) yeah um but she's having a baby she's due this week so my parents are all out here everybody's waiting so so you i mean listen i'm I mean, I'm not saying it was a coincidence that you found houses that share a backyard. I, I guess I'm not suggesting that. But like when she moved, did she move here after you? Like she how did, did that work out I, that you guys ended up she planning that? She does interior that? design and she was kind of looking for a project to do. And my dad was like, that would be fun. Let's do something together. And then this house went into foreclosure right below us. And we kept driving by and we were like, you guys should look at that. It's just a cute little house. And so they, so cool. they did it to kind of sell I guess but then I think when you do that for you the first time you usually end up falling in love with it so yeah that's so much work to go into especially if she's does that for a living I mean obviously when you do that for a living there's a side to it that isn't as fun because it's your career Mm. and you sort of know it to be that but also I feel like I worked as a project manager for an interior design firm for years before I came down here and um in San Francisco 
and I really got emotionally attached to yeah. like a lot of the projects because it was something I cared enough about to be doing for a living. So exactly. I also was like, oh, I feel weird. Like I, we installed this house and now it, this isn't it's mine. <laughs> I don't live here at all. This yeah. is not even my stuff. I didn't pay for this. I don't know why I'm acting so attached to it. Well, that's really cool. And so do you, um, in terms of your other siblings, they, uh, um, or your brothers, sisters? I, a sister. My brother's the youngest and they both live in New York City. So... It's nice. We get to we 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 all get to see each other pretty often, and we're all close. It's Are fun. you ever all in the same place at the same time, or is it Everyone's more like coming pockets of people for to, Thanksgiving? For the, oh, good! So they can meet the baby and fantastic. And It'll be fun. And what was your um? What was your high school like? Did you go to a private school? Did you go no, to public school? No, I went to a big public school. I think my graduating class was like almost seven hundred. That's big. Yeah. Big. Texas. I gotta find out how it's big my graduating like, class was. I really have no idea. I do. I honestly don't know. I could be totally wrong, but I feel like that's the case. Um, yeah, it's kind. Of, it was kind of like the school that Friday Night Lights is based on. Like we. Oh, played, it is. We played them. No, it, we're like that type of school. Gotcha. We played them in the in the state finals one year when I was in high school. So. Um, when you say we, I'm going to assume that you weren't on the football team <laughs> without being an amazing development. <laughs> I really wish that was. <laughs> no. um, I was it. I was on. I I lasted. I think I'm the only person in the history of the high school ever to have quit the drill team. Oh, okay. So like, the drill team is different than cheerleading. Yeah, now. the drill team does the high kicks and the like. Sorry about the dog barking, <laughs> no, by the way. They do the, the halftime routine, but I, it wasn't for me. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't good. The drill team, someone was, another guest of mine, I think Aaron Gibson, who is from Texas, said that the, her, her explanation of the drill team or of whatever she called it, which it, maybe it is different, but, but it was sort of more like a dance, like a big squad that did oh, like yeah. the halftime show. She said it was like a really large group of people, like an absurdly large it group was, of people. It was it was pretty big. I don't even know how many, but that, my problem was that like the senior girls were in charge and you had to go and you had to like constantly sit in a certain way with like your head up and smiling. And then you had to answer all of these senior girls who you knew bad stuff about like, <laughs> like, as you had to say, yes, ma'am. And like nod Ooh. your head. When you I just couldn't take it. That's a weird hierarchy. <laughs> I know. I don't, what? I don't know why. I, I did you feel, it. did you sign up for it because it really sounded fun or was it just sort of something that people did? It was like, it it was a pretty big deal. Like it was called the Highlandettes and everybody wants, I, I feel bad because I know it still is a big deal. Yeah. And, and it was okay. obviously it a lot of people loved it. So yeah. It wasn't, it was a good thing. Just not, not my cup of tea. What did you get? What did you get excited about? And what were you like when you were in high school? Were you shy? Were you, I, I was very shy, um, growing up and then it was weird. I was, I was shy, but very um, much like perfectionist. Like I really wanted to like get into a good college, and so I wanted to do student council, even though I was shy. You know, like oh. it was kind of like contradictory. But, um, but yeah, I I had done ballet growing up my for a while, and then I had knee surgery and stopped, and so I took. How uh, old were you when you had knee surgery? I was in middle school. Actually, that's pretty young. Yeah. To have to go through well, knee surgery. I, um, I was when I was in 
first grade, I got bit by a spider in our neighborhood. Hang on, <laughs> shit is getting super interesting, and my dad, Halloweeny. Yeah, even as we speak, Look, I, it was during the our neighborhood put on a Christmas pageant every year in the floodplain, and I I was the, what's the floodplain? It was like I don't know. I guess it's a Texas thing, but um, in our neighborhood, there was just an area. So if there was a flood, they like it dipped down in the okay. houses wouldn't flood. All the water would go in there. Okay. Um, but it was kind of just a fun place to play in most of the time. And um, yes, so this really nice lady in our neighborhood made um, did a Christmas pageant every year, and all the kids, you know, played all the parts. And this year, I was the angel of the Lord, and I got oh, bit. Oh God. <laughs> This is wonderful. <laughs> I got well, bit what they think was by a brown recluse. Yeah. And um, I was paralyzed for two weeks during Christmas. Amy! I know, it was crazy. Um, paralyzed? Do you, how much down. of this do you really want? <laughs> yeah. So all I remember how? is I had an Annie nightgown, and that was when Annie was coming out, Amy, and that I couldn't open my Christmas present. the brakes on. I need to process this for my own self emotionally. Let me paint this picture again. Yes. You were five years old. I was probably seven. You so were first seven grade, years yeah. old. I'm sorry. I was five in first grade. And <laughs> oh, I, wow. Well, no. I did. Yeah. <laughs> um, because they like didn't wet my pants in kindergarten. For some reason, they skipped me. But um, <laughs> uh, so you're seven years old. You're do- this happened during the Christmas pageant itself? I guess I, I don't even remember getting bit, but I was going to a friend's house afterwards, and when we got there, I couldn't move my, my leg. Amy! <laughs> this is like my worst nightmare. I, I have a lot of worst nightmares, though. <laughs> but still, that's really terrible. Yeah. So how scared were you? You must have been terrified. I, it's funny. I was telling someone the story and then I was like I don't really remember it and so I was asking my mom when she got here I was like you know someone was asking me about like why I had knee surgery and I remember being paralyzed and she was like yeah I've kind of blocked it out like I think we were all sure to be that age and to have something that scary happen I just can't imagine not from the neck down yeah I she said all I remember is your dad had to carry you everywhere and then all, of course, it I'm was speechless. like the two weeks that we had off for Christmas vacation, and then like the day before school came back, and then, then you I had to fine. write an essay of what you did on Christmas vacation, and your essay was I was paralyzed. <laughs> it was one <laughs> sentence, <laughs> one <laughs> sentence, <laughs> nothing else. Oh my god! But so anyway, I had scar tissue that had built up from that, and so I played basketball in in um when I was in middle school, and then. I went and they said, oh, that looks like it's scarred tissue from that spider bite. And it seemed like that maybe I shouldn't have been able to walk that whole time. And they, I was written up in the medical journal. Oh, <gasps> you're a the, miracle of medicine. <laughs> it was the first you're days a freak. of fame. Yeah. You're a science freak. <laughs> this yeah. is an extraordinary unfolding of events it that have happened bizarre. right now. And, you, and by the way, I do not want to gloss over the little orphan Annie uh, <laughs> nightgown you had. Yes, that was well, does that mean that it looked element. like, yeah, did it have a picture of Annie on it? Was it like and the Annie I, cartoon? I, Suddenly I, this is more important than the brown ghost. I had ghost. matching ones and mine was, it was like a short sleeve long nightgown and then it had stripes on it and it said Annie going down. Like, okay. <laughs> but no her. image of Annie herself. I don't think it had an image of her. Okay. I think it just said Annie on it. <laughs> I, how, 
how much do you kind of wish you still had that Nike? I really do. <laughs> I mean, that's awesome. <laughs> I know, yeah, yeah. Annie's on Broadway. Art's going right now, isn't it? Oh, Annie's back on yeah. Broadway. Yeah. That is a great. I guess I've never seen like a professional stage version of it. I've certainly seen kid versions of yeah. it. I feel like I never was in a you production of Annie, but I love the, oh, movie. the movie. That's yeah, what I'm going yeah, yeah. is with it is that the movie is so good. I know. Carol Burnett. It's so good. Is rocking. <laughs> She is so good. It's sort of sad. We make our kids like they don't know anything about my. It's like they only watch movies from our childhood. Yes, <laughs> that's what I would do too. I would be like, Let, here's the list and then show them all um, the classics. Yeah. What else besides Annie do you I make mean, them watch? There was a Mary time Poppins? where like they watch Mary Poppins. They watch that. My son really loves Short Circuit. <gasps> which that is, is a classic. Very good. Oh my gosh. Um, Ali yeah. Sheedy. Yeah, there's and some good ones. Johnny what was five what is, is the name alive. of the robot? Johnny Five. Johnny Five. <laughs> oh, do they really never get to see? What, what about no, like Pixar? They, they really they get do to watch. See they watch. But I'm so that. glad that you're showing them stuff like that. What about the original Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory? Yeah, they like that one. Yeah. yeah. No, there's there's some good ones. We've we've seen. I'm trying to think of them all now, but it's hard when you know. Some like my daughter would watch the same movie a hundred times, but my son always wants a new one. And we try to do like Friday night movie night. With, you get I to eat in front it. of the TV. It's very exciting. Yeah, so, but it's hard what about to find like, new movies. What about like the the old Herbie movies? Oh, they did. They at their school they have like an outdoor movie night, and they showed that. It's How cool fun. Is that? Yeah, they get like food trucks and what? it's really fun. That's awesome. All the parents sneak wine in. You know? I bet. <laughs> That's super fun. Yeah. All right, let's get back to your Annie nightgown. Okay, we <laughs> don't have to talk too much more about your Annie nightgown, but I'm I'm I I really got sidelined by this Brown Recluse story. That is a fantastic <laughs> story and horrifying. And it's almost like I mean, I can't believe I'm about to say this, but in some kind of fucked up way it's almost like is it better that it happened to you when you were that young so that you could sort of walk it out like i feel like if you got bitten by a brown recluse tomorrow (laughs) and you were paralyzed from the neck down for two weeks wouldn't you be like i'm going to be paralyzed for the rest of my life like i don't know how you would think past this the feeling of that i I can't even imagine it it was very weird i can't wrap my head around it so so you had done ballet um and then when you got when when we finally finally get you into high school you had had knee surgery yeah were you still playing you could you play basketball after knee surgery either I, by the way that's I also did, adorable you once, running around playing basketball in middle school love it well i you know once you make that jump from middle school to high school i wasn't quite cut out for the basketball team anymore you know i, I didn't right. quite have the skills but um yeah my dad used to make us make 10 free throws in a row before we could come in for dinner which is very hard so usually we didn't do it but we would just be like please and you weren't allowed to eat (laughs) and we were sent to our rooms without food this is another very startling development he's a very nice guy i don't know why he like really wanted us to be good at free throws so um i i found myself like thinking I should practice free throws. <laughs> um, Did you have to like, were your parents um, like my dad charged me a dollar if I didn't make my bed in the morning. Ooh. That's like when I think about him sort of being strict about like tidiness or your oh, parents like good. that Did they with four kids that they like enforce rules like that. You know, I kind of feel like they, it was sort of like this 
hidden guilt. Like they would just be like, as long as you've done your best. And then you were like, but I didn't. (laughs) I did. Shaking head inwardly. (laughs) Yeah, so that sort of worked to make us all try hard. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And and so what? Okay, so you did you play any sports then? But when you were in so high school? I ran cross country and I played basketball for a little bit. I was short lived in Highland Dads, and I um, also there was a country western dance team at our high school. <laughs> I mean, called the Wildcat Wranglers. So I was in that for a minute. That was very exciting. Okay, let's talk about that <laughs> for a second. Um, hang on, just a sec. Because the dog, I think it's my dog, is being so whiny. I got to address this for a sec, oh. guys. Guys, long story short, the dog was outside um, because there are some other dogs here that are visiting, and he became so disinterested in the other dogs that he was like whining to the point where I couldn't stand it anymore. Um, I thought he was going to come in and be near Amy, but I think he's just so happy to not be outside that he's in his usual <laughs> spot. Um, all right, listen. What was the name of the country western? <laughs> the, the Wildcat Wranglers. The Wildcat Wranglers. There. My sister later was on it and performed at like Bush's inauguration. Hello, so, hello. Very fancy. Very A fancy. country western group. Country I kind of love that. Like couples dancing. Oh, it was pretty fun. What are the names of some of the country western dances? Like, I mean, the electric Jeez. slide is really the only thing I, I mean, can think of. At you a, know, I remember like, you know, there's the pretzel. I don't know, but I'm a, delighted to hear that there's that's, something called the pretzel. You do, you do that with your partner, so it's all is it like named after? Your yeah, okay. And so you go in a, and out, and okay, it's good. And then you know, just like general two step and that kind okay. of kind of stuff. Did you and what kind of country western garb would one be there wearing? Was a Cowboy boots? Very fancy outfit involved. Was I don't know what they look like frilly? now, but it was like it kind of like. What am I thinking of? Um, what's the not four square? Square dancing. Square dancing. <laughs> yeah, and I did. Lo- I did a little bit of square dancing in elementary school. We had some square dancing, and I loved it. It was kind of those same outfits. Yeah. Though. Like it had like a skirt that was different. It was like red, white, and blue. I'm into and then this. A little country shirt and yeah. red cowboy boots. <laughs> I mean, it's horrible, but kind of wonderful. It was fun. Like if you're wearing that outfit, you probably also lit, like if you, if you chose to wear that outfit as an adult, you would also have like a house with a lot of potpourri. <laughs> And like gooses with geese with like I said gooses geese with like bonnets yeah like little porcelain figure like and like Hummel figurines am I saying that right I think that would be it Himmel Hummel I don't think any adults would wear that outfit I don't know you might be right well I you know what I'm gonna contradict you on that because there is in Prescott Arizona which is north of phoenix um which is where my grand both sets my grandparents had like sort of summer houses yeah. and by that I, I do not come from money but they just had like you know you could for like a dollar buy like a house up yeah. in prescott it's this adorable little town and there's a town school like an old timey town square there with like the old town hall and the courthouse yeah and a gazebo and that whole thing and um and they have a, there are a lot of retirees move there and they have like a square dancing thing. I think it's like every wow. Friday for whatever square dancing season that, is. I mean, hey. and there are these all these like seniors with those exact outfits that you just described dancing around to a live band on the square on a summer evening. I mean, that's adorable. That sounds awesome. And I, I mean, I'm I'll be happy to do that when I retire. Well, you have the skills. We know that to be true. You're not going to you know, a little bit of brushing up and you're all set. Yeah, yeah. 
Weird side note, I just realized that there is a store called the Cat's Meow directly across from where the square dancing is, I kid you not, that sells like patchwork quilts, geese with bonnets, <laughs> like everything you could potpourri imagine, baskets. potpourri baskets, I guarantee you they have potpourri oh. there, and like magnets, like a oh. lot of magnets, probably like a cat, a lot of cat magnets. Uh, oh, so awful. now I've now I've everything really has come full circle. <laughs> um, so, but you were only in that for like a minute. I was. I really I, wish that you'd had more illustrious I, career. I know. I wish I had stayed with that. But I I started doing theater at that point, and then that was kind of like a full time, yeah, full time thing. So I pretty much stopped doing everything else. But. Did you know before that, before high school, that you were interested in doing acting stuff? I actually probably would have thought that that would have been the last thing I would have done because I really, I mean, even now I get in trouble for speaking too quietly and you know, all of that. So, um, but I think I just realized once I was getting to say things that other people wrote, that it was a totally different thing. And, um, how did you come? Do you remember how you came to actually enroll and stuff like kind of I just needed you had to have a fine arts credit and that was I don't even know how I mean I'm sure I obviously must have been interested more but I I really always thought I was gonna go be a ballerina and you know that was my thing and I just couldn't have imagined that I would have liked it because it seemed so scary and opposite of everything that I was interested in. So what did you, when you were in um, the drama classes, did, do you remember what you did? Like the different plays that you did or monologues that you got? I miss, I I I mean, in Texas, I don't know. I feel like this is mainly a Texas thing, but they kind of have like competitive theater. Oh Lord. (laughs) I guess they did in college for me a little bit, but not in high school. They have like this of one Of course, act. everything's a competition. <laughs> yeah. Face There's off. a one act competition. So you do one act plays. And I had, my theater teacher was named Miss Pointer. And she was, she was just amazing. Like it was, when I went to college, I had already learned everything. She just, she taught theater like that we were, I don't know. She was, she was really great. And um, a lot of, people came out of that program and stayed with it. You know, it wasn't just, and she chose challenging plays. We did like Tony Kushner's The Illusion. Oh, wow. And we did The Crucible and we did um, just even musical wise, which I am not a singer, but she would, she just chose things that weren't your typical high school play things. So, so yeah, I, I, I think she was just, Miss Pointer she, had a huge Pointer. influence on you because what if she had been? What if you'd had like a dud? Oh what yeah, if you'd had a dud or somebody who made you feel intimidated or small, like yeah. when you were sort of already kind of overcoming a little bit of shyness and stuff. If someone had just like shit on your dreams <laughs> in that way, who it knows? Was good because she was a, she's she was very strict, but I I think that I sort of responded to that because I was very much like wanted to like make straight A's and I yeah. like cried if I made an 89 or something, you know? Uh, so I like, where that does that, is, is that part of, I mean, listen, we know that your dad wouldn't let you eat unless you've <laughs> scored some major free throws, but what did your dad do for a living? And what did your mom do? Um, he's an attorney. He still is. So okay. he's, um, did your mom work or she, she had four kids? I guess she was, yeah, yeah she, she had her hands full. She was busy with us, but she used to do, um, therapy and she volunteered a lot. So, 
not not she she didn't have therapy she probably needs therapy now <laughs> she honestly Gianna she was in therapy every day so she was very busy That's with probably that what, what was really happening behind the scenes <laughs> um, did you are your siblings uh are any of them sort of like performer types they're, I know. All obviously, your sister's different. an interior designer. It's my sister Shelly, who's below me, is an interior designer, and then my sister Rachel is in advertising, and then my brother is also a lawyer. He just graduated okay. from law school in last year. So. The baby did, followed in yes, dad's he footsteps. Finally, they finally got a lawyer. So oh, it's good. Good <laughs> for them. After all this nonsense of like creative types. Yeah. And and uh, and so were you getting? Were you getting? Getting like the leads when you to do sort of work your way up, or did you find out pretty quickly like, oh, I guess I can do this thing? Was it was it was sort of just yeah, I got really good parts, so I um I don't know, I never really thought of it, but I was I seemed like the one who wanted it the most, I guess. Yeah, so that's kind of. How it happened? She's so hungry for it. We can't let her down. We gotta give it to her. I don't know. I I, I do feel like you lose part of that after being out here. Like when I first moved here, I was just like, well, obviously I'll get that job. Uh, You know, you just think you'll get every job. And now I know so many talented people. I'm like, well, that should go to this person. (laughs) I know. I feel (laughs) like I'm like that every time I was ever in a waiting room. I feel like I would see someone and yeah. be like, I think we even saw each other once. We never saw each other at auditions, but we saw each other once. And I was like, yeah. oh, you're great for this. <laughs> Just giving them all away. That's like, how I, I feel. You should, ha- you should do this. You Why? I should so leave good. right now. Why am I here? Every time. I know. Every I, time. But, you know, when you first move out here, you think, oh, yeah, I can. Because in high school, you're playing like a. 80 year old woman and you're right? like of course I'll be great at that <laughs> that's acting <laughs> yeah. that's acting did you and when you were in high school having that experience did you start to feel like I really want to study this I want to go to school for this like when I go to college this is important enough that I really want to pursue it as a career yeah, I mean it sort of became like the thing that mattered most to me so I applied to I had dreams of doing a double major in theater and genetics at one point. I don't know. That's why I I can't imagine. I I love that you barely had time to do anything but theater and regular scholastics in high school. But for some reason in college, it seemed conceivable that you could have a double major with genetics. I don't know. It's fabulous. Um, So there was a couple. I, I, um, ended up going to SMU, which was in Dallas and probably the last place that I thought, I mean, I, I really wanted to go to Princeton and then, you know, there, but when I looked at theater things that it ended up that SMU was just such a great program at that time. And I think it still is. So it's not horrible to get a theater degree without a super expensive college education too. <laughs> yeah. I always think to myself, cause I did too. I wanted to go to Berkeley or Yale or yeah. Carnegie Mellon. And I just, but I was so practical coming from like no money and, and having parents as teachers and stuff, That's vice crazy. versa. Um, but that I was like, I can't, how am I going to pay back like student loans for a theater degree? No one, I'm never going to like, I'll be, I'll never pay <laughs> oh, that back. I get. I mean, yeah, yeah. I guess it turns out that I would have, but yeah. at the time, I was like, I better just, you know, yeah. knock this out at a state school and move on. Yeah, I, I mean, the thing about SMU is that it was sort of they sort of 
marketed themselves at that time as a training program to get to help you get into Yale graduate school. Like it wasn't really to send you out to be an actor. It was like they were training you so that you could audition for Yale graduate school. Gotcha. And so I sort of went into it thinking the same thing. Like, well, I, I want to graduate from Yale. And yeah. So. Did you end up uh, pursuing graduate studies? I didn't. You? I, um, out of college, I, I worked at the Shakespeare Repertory Theater in nice. Wisconsin and then moved to New York for a second and then came out here. Yeah. So, so what were your friends? Were you sort of in the, the realm of theater with all your friends in high school or did you have friends who were like, I don't like what you do, I do this? And <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know that I was necessarily like a popular girl or anything, but I, I definitely, I, I felt lucky because I had friends in all different circles. You're so sweet. You know? I can't imagine people being like, yeah, I don't care for her. <laughs> well, well, there were, I mean, the, the senior girls in my high school were really mean to the freshman girls. If you had to answer them with yes, ma'am, I'm not surprised to hear that at all. <laughs> One time I was at my friend's house and they like, I don't, I think I was like dating I went on a date with one of the senior boys and then they egged my car and wrote all this mean stuff and shoe polish on my car. And I, we woke up and my friend's mom had gone out and washed my car off because she didn't want me to see oh, the mean stuff. No. What did they even write? I like, don't, I don't get date to see senior it. guys, I jerk. I think they wrote just bad words about me or something. That is horrible. But I, I didn't feel like that special because they'd done it to a lot of right. people, you know? Like, yeah. I was like, that that's doesn't so hurt my feelings that though. Like what? Is that something know. that was true of each? Like by the time you were a senior, were there senior girls who were behaving that way in sort of a sorority type manner? Or was it just in that my class? class? But that it very well could have. I mean, there was probably a group of like really cool girls, cool, uh, you know, high school right. cool girls that, um, that may have done that. But I, I never heard about it when I was a senior, but Ay, ay, ay. But I guess you were doing all right with the boys if you had a senior boy ask you out. I don't think it, I don't think it lasted past that night. Yeah. It was, um, so, yeah. Did you go to your prom? I did. I don't, I'm like totally blank. You're like, it. I got bit by a, bro- actually, I got bit by a black widow on the night of my prom. When I was a senior, I had a boyfriend who went to an all boys school, like a, a to the private school. How did you meet um, him? I I feel like it was through a friend. I don't know why was. I'm so fast. I've said this on other podcasts, but I went to a public school. And, and uh, by the way, most of the boys that I dated didn't go to the same school as me. But for some reason, I can't. I guess I can remember how I met some of them. But for some reason in my mind especially people who went to all girls schools. I'm always like, how did you meet the boys that you went out with? Like, how did yeah. that work? But yeah, I mean, people I think, had social lives outside I of school. Like Why am maybe, I? I don't know. Maybe a friend was dating someone at that school and then we went to a party. I don't, I don't yeah. know. I don't even remember going to parties and in high school. I was, I was, Oh really? Pretty, you were <laughs> pretty um, calm, but um, yes. Yeah, so I had a, a boyfriend from another school. So I remember going to his prom, but I don't really remember my prom at all. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. Did you, would you um, remember, was there like a theme to his prom? Oh, jeez. It was, it, it was just really fancy. I, I remember they handed out, he's really smart and talented. He's a writer now. Um, he has 
a few books that have gotten published. Oh, wow. So funny yeah. when someone says writer because I live in LA. Yeah, instantly I'm like, what, what show does he write on? Whoops. Yeah, and he's married to a, a really nice girl who I've met too, who's also a writer. Um, and they, I just remember they gave out prizes and he won the prize for like he was going to be president of the world or something. <laughs> he was like really, really smart. Interesting. Yes. That's all. You probably enjoyed his ambition since you had some ambition of your own. <laughs> yeah. Um, were your parents protective of you in, in terms of dating and stuff since you were the first kid? Were, was it like you sort of broke your parents in and as far as rules and, and stuff like that went and then your rest of your siblings could just sort of like was that's more relaxed? Pro- that's probably true. Somehow, somehow I, I really don't know. My parents were pretty strict and, and, and very conservative, but somehow I convinced them when I was 15 to let me go to Tokyo. Whoa! By <laughs> yes. By yourself? Oh, yes. It's part of a school program or something? I I did um like modeling stuff over there and and I used that term very loosely. It was more like I was like doing like commercials and stuff. Okay. So um so yeah, so they the Japanese agency paid for you to go over and they guaranteed you would make a certain amount of money over That's super cool. 8 weeks and you went for the summer and I mean, that's something I think Mall and Ackerman maybe did something like that. Probably. Somebody else that it's I talked a, it's to did a like how a many people yeah, who a I've couple. Into yeah, I guess a couple of people like, did. Oh, I, was, I feel like I've met you before. Yeah. I was there. Um, How was Tokyo? I'm dying to go to Japan. I, I don't know why great. I haven't made it more of a priority for as much as I say I want to go. Like, just go, Janet. That's but. so funny. Um, yeah, there's a place on Laurel Canyon. This is just off topic. But I was talking to my other friend who's like, I want to move to Japan. And it says they have adult Japanese classes. So we, we just called yesterday to, oh, to set up. You oh, that's so us. cool. I would take Japanese. Well, if I get the information, I'll let you know. Yeah, do. Did you love it? Was it amazing? Or was it overwhelming? You know, I, you said I eight went weeks three you were there? different times. So I okay. went when I was 15, 17, and 19 or 20. And, and each time was was very different but um it was the first time I like didn't eat anything I I ate like Subway and Johnny Rockets and it was (laughs) and then I was like now going back I just wish that I could all the amazing yes but that's something that you don't I mean I yeah I've talked about this with like Donna and Danielle on the podcast like you just didn't Sushi was not like a part of my teenagerhood. No, it was no. just not Especially present. In like Dallas, yeah, Arizona, <laughs> Tucson. Like, where are we going to get amazing sushi? Exactly. But but even trying anything at that point, I'm like, how? Do, why was I eating a Johnny Rockets in Tokyo? But it yeah. makes sense, right? I mean, you're yeah. you're that looking for. I'm sure. I mean, there must have been some hope, homesickness. No, like just, yeah. there must have been some sense of. Wow, what's familiar here? Because this is wildly different than Dallas, Texas. Oh, it's not yeah. like you were coming from New York, even. No, it was it was fun. I mean, I did this one. I wish that I could find some of the commercials that I did because they were the most bizarre. Like it just watching. If you've ever seen like any of the oh weird yeah Japanese. Shows oh, it's <laughs> wonderfully absurd and yeah. so hard to like follow and understand. I love it. <laughs> they were so excited because I got this commercial for like. Apple Macintosh. It was like computer and it was kind of, you know, it was like, that was a long time ago. In yeah. The, in the 90s, it was like, you see them all the time. But um, so the, the point of the commercial was that I was an exchange student from America and I had gone to live with this family 
and my part of the commercial was there was one part where I'm eating dinner with the family and no one really spoke that much English so I basically didn't know exactly what I was doing and then there was another part where I'm at the computer and you could like see pictures or it was like the internet or something or you could see my house and I said this is my home living kitchen and my bedroom and then <laughs> and I you saw said this in English the commercial yes <clears throat> the rest of the commercial is like me breaking apart <laughs> This family. What? <laughs> what? They had like a hand model come in. And when I'm doing this, my hand, they, it wasn't really my hand, but there's a hand on the mouse and the dad puts his hand on top of her and is like what? following her hand through <laughs> through her house in the U.S. And then the, the mom walks by and then she um, drops a vase. Oh, and like has my God. A breakdown. <laughs> And then there's just a picture of, like, the teenage son sitting in a corner crying. Oh, my God. What? It's like, how does that sell computers? Oh, my God. That's amazing. So, I really wish I had I can't think of anything more important right now than finding this commercial. I can't believe what you're telling me. That is beautiful. It was very funny. I can't imagine what your reaction must have I been. I was like, what? what? What's happened? I didn't do that. Oh my God. I was just talking. Oh my God. Oh, that's amazing. I don't understand. I know. I, I really under- don't I, know. I truly don't understand. I guess it was like the, that, you know, if you buy this computer, you can get an exchange student to come to here. I mean, that, I mean, that is, I mean, that you could like teach a semester of classes on Japanese commercials if they're like that. <laughs> that one Like was. there's a whole. And like a big product. I mean, not like. So like, I guess what is so, I guess, because yeah, honestly, I mean, let's break this down in a legitimate way for a second. So the only person that they assume that they're marketing this to is a, is the man of the house. Be. Yeah. The, de- yeah, the man sure. of the house. You're a beautiful exchange student. <laughs> I don't even know what to say. I don't really either. I'm amazed. Uh, yeah. There is like, I mean, people do talk about this sort of like interesting relationship, like the relationships that different cultures have to sexuality or to yeah. like what's kind of not al- allowed or what is or, you know, like, yeah. like. I don't know. That's just. Well, I mean, over there, it's also interesting, like on the subway cards you see like all the men are reading like little cartoons but they're very explicit like, like you erotic know erotic japanese like, anime cartoons yeah, on the subway and in so rush hour we- if you're like wearing it you can't wear a dress in rush hour because there's just like people with blank expressions and all of a sudden you feel like a hand go up your skirt are you serious <laughs> did that serious. happen to you yes oh my god but you could, literally you look around and you can't tell who it is it's so packed and no, no one looks like they're doing anything this is fascinating because the only anecdotally I've heard a few different things. One of which was like this idea that you can buy panties that someone's oh, in a vending machine. In a vending machine. <laughs> I've heard that too. I didn't see that when I was there. That is so interesting. Like, but it makes you wonder what, I mean, we know that we have like weird hangups about sex here too, oh, but what sure. are they? And like, how are they, how are they perceived? Like, what do we sort of take for granted 
that another culture would would think was just very very strange oh, and I'm absurd sure or disturbing or whatever. I mean, obviously, messed up things happen on subways in America, <laughs> yeah. but for some reason, the difference. Yeah, no, and I mean, it definitely doesn't take away from how awesome it is there, and yeah. it's just like it's almost like adds to like feeling like it's more exotic. You know? Oh, oh, yeah, <laughs> like, no, that's this, but, this is you, you, want, you kind of want it. You want to see that that's kind of happening thing. when I'm wearing. <laughs> this dress on the subway well not that part but (laughs) you just wear jeans (laughs) as long as you know as long as someone tells you that so that you're careful um but yeah that is really interesting it makes me wonder i wish that there had been a class i could have taken because i really enjoyed like gender and sort of human sexuality classes and stuff like that in college in san francisco and it makes me wonder i wish that there had been like a like a world not to like go down this road with you, but I just wish it would have been yeah. interesting to have like a world oh, class where you sort of get to see, yeah, yeah, you sort of get to see what like, what, the, <clears throat> like the way that, like a way of looking at like how the sort of base culture, the foundational culture ends up shaping people's relationships to yeah. like the erotic. I just think that would be really fascinating because there must be, a it must be like, like all over the place. Like what, yeah. what becomes, like you don't hear I feel like what you hear about is America, Japan and like oh in France everyone like let's let's look okay. crazy in, in France it's like yeah in France everyone shows their boobs it's fine like that's what you understand about France like in yeah. Amsterdam there are hookers it's legal you sort of get that in Russia we don't really know but the g- girls come over here so there's like this sort of like yeah. you associated I think with like Russian girls trying to get out of their oh, environment yeah. and yeah, coming here that. maybe a little bit but like you don't really hear much about well you don't really hear much about china in general but you don't hear much about like like is us like was there something kinky going on in australia or like or in africa or in india what's you know you sort of understand bollywood a little bit but i i i'm so interested in how that and and why certain countries become better known for like their things like the way (laughs) japan kind of is yeah so interesting i don't know maybe more people just go all right all right so out in the open there you know yeah that you can experience it's it. so out in the open but yet so much of the culture is so demure oh, it's I just know, fascinating but... i've got to go these are the these are all the awkward questions i'm going to ask in the japanese class i'm going to be like there are a lot of words i want to find out right away because i'm trying to get to the bottom of this sociologically speaking um did you take a class what did you take like a language class when you were in high school um, I did. I took French. Of course you did, yeah. because you were t- going to get... Of course you were going <laughs> to take a language. I took French also. Yeah. Did you ever go to France? I've been there, but not any extended... My sister did a semester abroad there, and I went to visit her, but... Oh, that's cool. I don't think... The I've interior designer sister or the advertising yeah, I, I, sister? Interior design sister. So. What kind of advertise Is it Rachel, who's in New York? Yeah. Um, yeah. What kind of... At what, like, what ad... Age, I mean, not what ad agency. You don't have to, but... What is uh, yeah, she? Yeah, yeah. What is sort I, of I her? I don't quite understand exactly. Like it's something like she. I feel like it has to do with the internet more than anything else. But yeah, she just changed to a new company. So, but she sh- did sure. she watch something like Mad Men and go, yeah, my job is kind of like that, pitching to clients <laughs> and stuff, or is it just completely? I don't a totally think. I don't think it's that kind of thing. I think it's more like getting different ads on different websites and stuff like that. You know, like which like placement, like matching up. Yeah, yeah. But I could be totally wrong. But that's well, I'll sort have of to have her do the podcast. <laughs> yeah. 
then I can grill her for all of that. Yeah. Yeah. And what and 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 what contemporarily like what pop culture stuff were you into when you were in high school? Did you have like what were your favorite bands? Like what were you excited about? What did you have like actors and actresses that you sort oh of gosh. worshipped in some way or? I feel like I have the worst memory. I don't. I really don't remember that much. You remember the outfits in the country western. <laughs> Uh, Some group that you were been, in like, for a scarred second, into my head, <laughs> but you just yeah. Well, it's but in different people have different relationships to like you know I've talked to girls on the podcast who like music wasn't a huge part of their lives when yeah. they were in high school. They sort of like listened to the radio or whatever, and then I have you know girls who are like I was obsessed with Morrissey and I oh, still yeah. am, and you know it sort of depends. No, I but. feel like I wasn't. I mean, I definitely got more into music in college because my group of friends. It was more just like they cared about it. So I was so it was became more interesting to me. I remember just like listening to whatever. What was it like Dave Matthews band or something, Mm -hmm. you know, and I think that was a good fallback for anybody who was like, yeah, I just whatever was, you know, whatever was like, cool. Like Dave Matthews was was really easy to, yeah. And, and I, um, I liked country music, so I still do like country music. Like what kind of country music? I mean, Willie Nelson's my yeah. favorite. That's like from my my childhood till now. Yeah, uh, I would, Willie's a classic. So, um, but but everything. Do you watch like American Idol kind of shows, like The Voice and stuff like that? Do you get interested in? Um, my husband d- d- sings, and he cares about that too. So I find myself watching it more than I actually probably yeah. care about, but he's in New York a lot, huh? Doing, he does a lot of he shows. Does. He does. I mean, we, he was shows. last there for rock of ages, so we haven't been back since then, but, um, but yeah, so he, you know, he's like, Oh, that's off. That's terrible. Yeah. Like, oh, I thought it was, she was, that was cute. <laughs> What's wrong with being a little flat sometimes, James? Yeah. He um, was trying really hard. <laughs> oh, see, I know. That's where I can't. I don't watch those shows because I always feel so sad when yeah. I get really uncomfortable when the judges are like, yeah, you're not good. Even yeah. though I know someone has to say it. <laughs> so I just end up not watching them at all. Yeah. And I don't know. I, I mostly remember like things for high school, like all of my friends going to see Top Gun at a slumber party and my mom wouldn't let me go see it because it was PG-13 or something. Oh, okay. So I feel like I was like a little sheltered. <laughs> <laughs> if you didn't see Top Gun when everybody else Top did, Gun. you may be wrong that something sad. like that. <laughs> that is sad. That, that sort of scarred me. <laughs> I feel like I didn't, you know what? I don't think I saw Top Gun when everyone else did either and I don't know why. It's just one of those movies that like everyone loved and for some reason I just hadn't. I don't think I saw it when everybody else did. It took me a long time to end up seeing Top Gun. But at the same time, I ended up seeing like Risky Business and Animal House and stuff way younger than I should have been because my dad was like, they're funny comedies. Like he didn't have an issue with sort of sexy stuff. He just had an issue with violent stuff. Um, So, uh, so yeah, for, for whatever reason, I feel like. But yeah, I like missed out. He probably thought Top Gun had too much like <laughs> war action in it or something. I have no idea what his motivation would have been. Uh, well, that's going to make this game of MASH a little bit challenging because oh, okay. the idea would be for you okay. to come up with maybe some celebrities. Okay. 
uh, from the time that oh. uh, that you would have wanted to end up marrying. Like if somebody had played this game with you when you were a teenager, okay. it can certainly also be. Um, you can make up ridiculous ones. Uh, <laughs> the one that I did with Lizzie Kaplan, as, as the listeners know, uh, she said that she wanted to marry Roddy Dangerfield. <laughs> so we really can go all over the place with this. But okay. um, but uh, why don't you give me the names of three? Uh, people that you would okay. want to marry. This is all imaginary. I would, I would no offense to James. In, this is in high school. Right? Yeah, sure. So I probably would have gone. It, was it? Is it Zach Morris from Saved by the Bell? Okay, <laughs> this is already fantastic. The character, not the actor. Yeah, yeah. I'm not even putting the I actor. Don't know if that's his real last name, but I think it is the character. <laughs> Zach Morris from Saved by the Bell. What's um, his real name? Mark something something. The hyphen. Was that Mark Puck? Yeah, is yeah, that right? that's right. Mark Paul Gossler. Yeah. Oh boy, I, I never watched Saved by the Bell. <laughs> to be it? totally honest with you, I watched that and the new class. Um, which one? Saved by the Bell, the new class. The new class. I didn't like even the know there spin-off. was a new class. Was the, the, the sequel. <gasps> they got to keep the magic going. I bet they didn't keep the magic going. <laughs> I <don't know. laughs> it didn't last that long. Oh, Saved um, by the Bell. I feel like Johnny Depp was big. Yeah, good one. Oh, um, then and now yeah still that that could go either time oh. and oh what's it getting word um hmm we'll go we'll go tom cruise then good because it mm-hmm. was before <laughs> i wouldn't say that <laughs> oh bless tom cruise yeah he was uh he, he was and is a very dynamic man let's leave it yes, at that yes. um uh three cars Three different cars three that you cars. would like to drive. Let's see. Well, my first car was a Toyota Celica, so I'll go. Oh, with I will that. add that straight away. With the hatchback. Um, hatchback, <laughs> classic. Uh, what car would I? I really wanted like a Jeep Cherokee. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah. I guess it was. I had a friend who had a Jeep Cherokee. I think and I remember. Probably like was. a Mustang convertible. Mm-hmm. Would have yeah. Been. I can't tell you. I don't even know. I think I wanted. There was a period of time in which I wanted to be super different, so I would come up with like different kooky stuff like this. Yeah. But I feel like the amount of times I have probably written Mustang Convertible <laughs> <clears throat> playing a game of MASH for someone else or even for myself. Yeah. It, this is this looks so familiar to me. Like, yep, I've seen that before. Um, three pets could be any kind of animal. Three pets. Okay. Rabbit. Adorable. Horse. Dog. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All good uh, Chinese New Year, uh, year of the. Do you know what year of the like the Chinese New the year oh, that you were born? No, I don't. I'm dragon. With, what are what year are you? Seventy six. Oh, me too. Your year of the dragon. <laughs> there you go. Listen, it's a pretty good one. Okay. Year of the dragon is okay. guys. I'm sorry to have to brag too much, but year of the dragon might be the best. Might be the best <laughs> sign. Um, uh, three different jobs. Okay. Um. So I'll say like. Genetic engineer. Yes. Um, actor. Mm-hmm. And Ballerina. 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 <laughs> um, okay, three numbers of kids. <laughs> we'll go three. Uh-huh. Aren't you supposed to do like 21 or Yep, 21. Just there it, we go. <laughs> just to make it interesting. And zero. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And um, <clears throat> I always forget. Oh, so we're going to do we'll do one that uh, that somebody in the audience shouted out to Lizzie Kaplan when we were doing a live because it, it was really fun, which was if you had a superpower, what would it be? <laughs> OK, 
Um, I would say being invisible. Mm-hmm. Interesting. That was the first choice. Okay. Um, maybe turning into a blue demon. Sorry. <laughs> Could like speak every language. Is that not? Oh, really sure. A no, that is. Yeah. Listen, nobody can. So <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna call that a superpower. I love that. And then I'll just go like flying, you know. Oh, a classic, an instant classic. That's like the Mustang of superpowers. I love it. Okay, um, okay. Uh, tell me when to stop. Stop. Okay. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Um, okay, I'm going to pause this, do the math, and then I'm going to come back. Okay, Amy, I'm excited to report that your future is, I forgot to say what city you live in, so we'll just assume you stayed in Dallas. <laughs> We're going to assume you stayed in Dallas where you married Zach Morris Good. <laughs> Saved by the Bell. This is, this is good already. Uh, you, I don't know how that happened because you're also very busy being a genetic engineer, <laughs> okay. um, which I like. It ties into the fact that you're able to make yourself invisible. Somehow the idea of you being a scientist, oh, like that. maybe Joss will write a new movie about you living with Zach Morris, <laughs> driving a Jeep Cherokee, being a genetic engineer who can also turn invisible living in a shack with your three children and your pet rabbit. Well, that's good. At least we got the Jeep Cherokee so we can sleep in the car too. You're going to have to. You're going to have to. What a joy. Uh, this turned out very well. Um, I'm excited to see the Pinterest version of you live, like you being married to Zach Morris and driving a Jeep Cherokee. That makes me really happy. A lot of this is really good news. Um, Amy, we are at an hour. Thank you so much for doing the podcast. This is super fun. Um, I'm thinking already in advance, we won't do the cootie catcher because now you have to go to the pumpkin patch, but, um, festival, I should not say patch. (laughs) That's underselling it vastly. <laughs> I think it may be. Uh, but I will say that I'm thinking about, you know, I try to think about bullet points for how to describe the episode and the fact that I'm going to be able to draw up paralysis, <laughs> country western dancing, and any number of other things uh, is a real joy. Oh, well, that good. was a delight. Thank you. Um, thank you so much for doing the podcast. Thank you for having me. That was fun. Okay, good. All right, guys. <laughs> we'll uh, talk to you next time on the podcast. Bye. Hey, remember when all of time stood still? As always, the JV Club theme song is Before We Were Brittle, courtesy of the amazing Say Hi. Now leaving Nerdist.com.